Well, I would love to welcome one of the women in my world, Lisa Arnold. We are so excited that she is part of season two of the Women in My World kicking it off. I want to say thank you right off the bat to Edify, uh, partnering with us and making this podcast happen. And so that all of the women's voices in this atmosphere of entertainment and media get to be heard. Uh, We are just excited though to launch. And I cannot believe that I have Lisa sitting here with me today, but I want to give you a little bit of an introduction uh, to this incredible woman. First, Lisa is the executive director of Check the Gate Productions in Louisiana. Uh, she is a veteran of fil- in the film industry. Lisa is an award-winning director, writer, and producer with over 20 years of experience in film, television, and straight stage. Her projects include Bringing Back Christmas, Into the Spotlight, One Nation Under God, Kids Combat, Cage, and so many more. I love, though, first and foremost, Lisa, your heart to mentor and to just encourage people on set with you. So you have a list here of so many incredible, incredible accolades. But um, I can't wait to dig in and talk to you about who Lisa Arnold is and how you are impacting the kingdom for God. So welcome to the Women in My World. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me, Sherry. It's such an honor to be here with you. I love what you're doing. I love how you are just pouring into women all over the world through this ministry. And it's so great to be a small part of it. Well, thank you. And you are a big part of it because your voice matters so much in all that we're doing. And I am just thrilled. So thank you for partnering and teaming up with me and just being that voice. Um, You know, the way that I love to kick off every episode, Lisa, is by asking this question because I think it's so important for women to hear other women talk and define this word. So I would like to ask you, how do you define success? Oh, you know, that's really simple for me. It's it's something that I can use my gifts and talents that really fulfills my heart, that just makes me joyful. So it's whatever brings me joy. That That is success. I love that because I think that so often we are so wrapped up in all of the things that are going on in the world that we forget about truly day-to-day joy and perseverance that God calls us to. And I always love, we're always talking about it, but you know, my husband and I, I said, no matter the days that I'm crying or the days that I'm laughing or the days that I'm feeling full of joy, it's to really have joy in all things. So it's having it in the moment <laughs> and working through each thing that we're going through every day. Sure. I would love for um, the listeners today, you know, our audience is women and they are just continuing to dream and and to hear uh, just from God. They're longing for, uh, you know, whatever season it is in their life and and how God is speaking to them. And, and so one of the things I love to talk a little bit about is, you know, is sharing with us your testimony a little bit. Like, how did you know that the Lord was calling you into this world of entertainment, specifically this profession that you're in? And I'd love just to hear a little bit of your journey. Right. I think it's really interesting because I think all of us can go back to our very early years and see where the Lord was leading us, even when we were five and six years old and planting those seeds. And 
Um, do you know when I was, when I was six, I was putting on shows in my garage. I was charging people. I was writing them. And I was, I was performing them. I was a one woman show and I would charge him a quarter to come into my garage and see my show. So <laughs> I've literally been doing it all my life. I think what's really interesting is how the Lord works through the seasons with you mm-hmm. and where uh, certain gifts and talents really come out more in the different seasons. So he moved me from being on camera to being behind camera. I never thought I'd be a writer. And then he blessed me with this ability to write. And now that's one of my greatest passions. I've been doing it since the nineties and I just love, I love it so much. Um, I feel like uh, he has made a way and used everything that has ever happened in my experiences, in my circumstances, you know, he has allowed all of it to come together to mold me into how he's using me today. So it's, it's really incredible. I love being on this journey with him. And um, my testimony with the Lord, I always say, you know, your testimony is today. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing for the Lord today? Because that's really what's important. It's not when you came to the Lord when you were six or 16 or, you know, whatever. It's it's how are we impacting the kingdom today and what are we doing today and trusting the Lord for a new testimony for each day. Wow. I love that. There's so much good in everything that you just said, all these nuggets of gold. And one thing I, well, I'm going to go back a little bit. I relate to the putting on shows in the garage and inviting the neighbors. I remember, you know, my aunts and uncles, when we would do family reunions in North Dakota, my family would just, every, every time we would get together, I was already down in my grandmothers and aunts, you know, and all of their old um, treasure chests and pulling out, you know, blankets and robes <laughs> and jewelry and whatever it was that they had for us to put these shows on. And, and it really does launch this spark of creativity in us to go on and, and to, and to really, um, just to, to see how God put that in us at such a young age. We want to be a, sh- we want to be the show woman right away. Right. We're, and we're getting ready to come. We, we're, we're, we're not only putting on a show, creating it, we're also marketing it and getting people in to come and see That's it. That's right. Uh, yeah, I love exactly. it. I love that we share in that in common. <laughs> I also love that you, you said that, um, you know, today is your testimony, like today of what you're doing with, you know, what God is doing in your life today. And I think that's such Mm -hmm. a powerful statement because again, you know, we so often are constantly looking back or we're trying to look forward to do things that really, you know, emotionally put us in the spin. You know, my husband said to me recently, he said, stop looking back and look up. And I thought, what a powerful statement. So that if I do that, if I stop looking back and I look up, I can actually live in today's world and do what it is that God has called me to do in the kingdom, not only for him, but also just in the interactions and the encounters that I have, um, and which I love because that takes me right away into talking to you a little bit about how you found yourself in the faith and family uh, inspirational world. Because you're doing that, you're, you're also doing a lot of family inspirational content. So talk to us a little bit about how you found yourself in this particular part of the industry. 
Yeah, because it's really interesting because I did go through a lot of worldly places to get here. Like I started in theater and I did theater for 15 years and then I was offered a talk show, a live talk show. So I did that for years, which is was very community driven. Mm. And, and I loved how I got to serve in that, but I missed acting and I missed creating. And um, so I went back to acting in the nineties and everything that I was being offered, I did not want to be a part of. It was, yeah. It wasn't some things. It was literally everything, you know. And so there were several friends of mine that were starting to try and do productions that were more uh, family friendly or full on faith based. And um, so I just served with them. It was however, however they needed me. I had producing experience. I had directing experience, but not with film. Um, and I had, of course, on-camera experience. And so it's just a matter of, you know, uh, I remember for Flywheel, you know, one day I would be boom, boom operator. One day I would be, you know, hair and makeup. Next day I would be prop master. I mean, it was just serving however you could, right, to make mm-hmm. these projects happen. And then um, as time went on, um, the Lord moved us to Louisiana. And then it was like, I could see it clearly. Like this was going to be my stomping ground for faith and family. I was really going to try and make an impact here in this state, particularly, but hoping that people around the world would see the films. But you know, this is an area very much that's known for New Orleans and partying and voodoo. And, you know, a lot of different types of films are done here. But when I first came here, pretty much everything I was being sent was a horror film or, you know, just not really where I had my heart. And I learned a long time ago, and I think every mother learns this because you don't want to take away time from your children, you know, it's so precious. Mm -hmm. And so what, what you give your time to has to really matter. And, uh, and so I wasn't seeing anything that I really wanted to put my time into and, and my, um, my love into. And so I started creating my own. And so that started in the early two thousands. And, um, I've been directing, I think since 2008. So it's been quite a journey. Wow. You know, don't you always love when people go, oh, it just happened overnight? <laughs> exactly. Well, there there are days when you feel like that. You're like, the Lord just took you from here to here. And it feels like it happened in one night. Right. But I, yeah, especially to outsiders, you know, they like all of a sudden know you. Yeah. Right. But right. Yeah. No, it's a constant. It is such a constant ladder and step by step and trusting the Lord every way, you know, that mm-hmm. you go and and uh, just really feeling his peace about what you're supposed to be doing and where you're uh, allowing your time to be spent in your efforts for his kingdom. I love that. I love that. And I love that you started this out with talking about even a lot of the things that were coming your way in the 90s that you just didn't want to be a part of, you know, and I think time is precious. We, we, we are allotted a specific amount of time here on this earth and what we do matters. And it is one thing we cannot buy back. We can't get back. And so whatever it is, wherever we're investing our time has to be for more than just a, 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 an acting job or, 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 you know, whatever that might look in our, like in our career. And specifically, I think when we start to realize that investment of time is precious, you know, we really, it is really a precious time. When you talk a little bit about that though, how do you think 
that, I mean, 90s, we know the struggles going back then, and we're also facing a lot of struggles in today's culture with entertainment and media as well. What I know, right? It's 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 everywhere. <laughs> it's on every platform, um, and it's it's Listen, it's every so frustrating. Time I feel like there's something I can watch, like it mm-hmm. catches my eye. I love coming of age stories, so I'll right. click on like, oh, it's teenagers, you know, getting yeah. to know themselves, and I'll click on it. And when the first thing that comes up is TV, uh, TV MA, TV mature, mm-hmm. and then all the bad words that you don't want to see follow that, mm-hmm. I'm just like, why? Why are we pouring that right. into our young ones? And you know, if that's a teen show, then that means tweens are watching it, right. and they're the ones who are really gleaning from it. So yeah, it's really not a great time. We desperately, desperately need not only faith content, but family friendly content that you can just sit around with your entire family from, from a five-year-old to a 80-year-old and everybody enjoy it and feel like they're getting something from it, not just entertainment, but mm-hmm. I might be learning a few values. I might be learning a few things that can help me with my family, you know, on how to communicate or just, you know, beautiful ways you can use this medium to really impact and change people's lives. Absolutely. It's so good. And we really are, we're we're really in a culture right now where it doesn't matter what you turn on. There seems to be something that's challenging, whether it's for the family Mm -hmm. or whether it's as a husband and wife. Uh, It's, it's something to me that is profound, specifically even watching so many of the platforms that really are geared towards teenagers or geared towards those, you know, um, younger than that. I mean, I, I was reading a, uh, an article recently where most of the shows right now are targeting, um, anywhere from four years old and up. I mean, four years old and up to be in a position where we're targeting them already is pretty, pretty, pretty heavy. Um, and so how do you feel as far as some of the struggles that you're facing with the family, the family inspirational content that you're creating? What are some of the struggles that you're facing to get these projects either a made to get them out onto a platform? What are you going through and how can uh, some of the listeners right now be praying for you and also come alongside to, to figure out how to get these projects made? We, we want to be a voice in what our families are watching. Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing is allow us to make content that doesn't have an agenda, mm-hmm. you know, allow us to make content that is just entertaining and has good morals and values, you know, that's, it isn't trying to pass uh, an agenda for today's world. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's something we definitely battle, uh, as soon as you get in the door, with the bigger studios, Mm -hmm. you know, those shifts and those adjustments are wanting to come. Um, I feel like the Lord is really calling us to come together, to be the village and to create more platforms. Mm -hmm. Now I know nothing about creating a platform whatsoever, but I know that it's needed and it's desperately needed for our type of content that we could, you know, put on, leave on, not worry when someone walks through the house that they're going to be seeing something that we don't want them to see. Um, that's really going to pour into people, edify people, be enjoying, enjoyable for them. You know, all of these things are very important to me and what the Lord has called me to. So it's, it's finding, you know, pray that not only the contents get created 
and get greenlit, but that we have, you know, the ability to put those out there for the masses. We have those distribution avenues that really allow people around the world to enjoy them. You know, my, my grandkids are watching the old full house. Like that's how far back we're going, you know? And, and it's, it's like, I really just, it's not that I want to go back to that era, but I want to go back to, uh, you know, the family being a fun family unit. My family has a lot of fun. And yes, we're silly a lot of times, but Mm -hmm. it's not making fun of the parents, right? Like Mm -hmm. we see over and over and over again today. It's doing life together, enjoying and, and really creating a community on shows. Like, I love it when it's an all, like everybody's included and it's a beautiful community. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I've got a show that's in the 50s that I've sent you and I kind of took the best of the 50s and the left behind the part that's not so great about the 50s because I want everybody to be, you know, uh, be a part of it. I want it to be uplifting. I want it, I want women to be uplifted in that time period too. So yeah, it's just finding, you know, we, we've all, the Lord is just, I, I'm literally downloading to us all, all these great contents to be made. So I think the greatest prayer, Sherry, is find us, fill the storehouse and find us the, the venue, find yeah. us the distribution. No, I love that. I think that's so important. And that really is. I mean, there's so much of the content right now that I do believe you're right. Like God is downloading these stories to us. He's bringing talent. He's bringing people behind and in front of the camera. And um, it's really finding the, I think, fundraising investments. People that really Mm -hmm. believe in the projects have the same, you know, vision that God has downloaded to them as well. And also creating these platforms that really do... um, you know, give us an opportunity to stream these projects that we're called to creating and putting talent in it that really is uplifting and influencing a culture for his name. It's so important. It's so important to me, uh, especially with the women in my world. It's something that we've really been, you know, working towards for many years. And so I love just everything you shared about that, Lisa. You're listening to the Edify Podcast Network. We'll be right back. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. This is the Edify Podcast Network. Welcome back. I think one thing I always go back and, and want to talk a little bit about because I think it's so uh, something, a conversation that women, the women in my world, so many of the women I have with all the time um, is talking a little bit about does your career right now look like maybe what you believed it was going to look like or is or has God done something completely different that you could have never imagined? <laughs> Well, here's an interesting thing, because I do not have an agent. I have never joined any of the unions, not even when I was an actor. I have never joined any of the unions. I have no representation. When I get a, when I get a gig, it's from the Lord. It's yeah. literally the Lord just drops it and says, and that, that's usually the first comment that, 
that they say to me, the mm-hmm. Lord kept bringing your name to my mind, right? you know? And so he, <laughs> he's my gig booker and everything he does, I know is, is from him. And so I just, uh, I love that. I love that. Uh, I don't really have to go. Now that doesn't mean that I don't go search out and I don't try and, you know, right, right. Uh, open doors and continually spread, you know, spread my lane and spread my wings a little bit. I do. But time and time again, those are not the ones that I'll end up doing. It's it's whatever he gives me directly, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I. I always uh, it, the first time I directed, I knew mm-hmm. this is what I wanted to do. This was my happy place. Yep. This fulfilled. It, it was kind of like a checkbox on every gift that he had given me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I needed to grow. I continue to grow tremendously in it. But uh, but it, uh, my time on set is always so blessed. And I don't know. I'm just so grateful that, you know, he just kind of the Holy Spirit just kind of takes over and we just have the most magnificent time on set. (laughs) And, uh, you know, days can be hard and it's just so great to have everything run smoothly and have his presence and feel, you know, just feel uplifted by each other. You Mm -hmm. know, you have a great set when, as soon as we call rap for the day, everybody's like, where are we going? (laughs) So everybody just wants to continue hanging out, you know, and then we're devastated when we have to to break. And that's one of the reasons why I want to do so many series and why I keep creating series, because I would love to stay with the same family for seven years. So that's something I keep praying, praying with the Lord, you know, give me that avenue so that we can just continue to be with each other and enjoy each other and, you know. Right. build from that. So, but I got to fulfill everything he calls me to, right? No, I think that's so good. I love that too, because people always used to talk to me about that. People are always interested in agents and managers. And for so many years, same thing for me. I didn't have any agents or managers. I felt like God was my greatest agent that I could have ever asked for. And he's still like, he is the one constantly. When I even look back, it's like all things are th- possible through him. And I love that he can do far greater more, far greater than any man can or any woman can do because he's God and he's already chosen those stories. And I think it's so cool to be able to just look at them in a way to feel that peace about what he's called you to and not constantly Mm -hmm. looking or striving or trying to figure it out. Now, again, like you said, I mean, we are supposed to be actively pursuing and, and walking out and honing in our gifts and talents and really working on our skills and being the best that we can at our job. Because when he calls, we should also be ready. But um, one one thing I always say to everybody, and and the girls remind me of this often. um, In fact, I think Micah just reminded me of it not too long ago was, uh, you know, I'll say, if it's your story to tell, you're going to be the one to tell it. God will choose. He's already chosen you then. If it's not your story to tell, then it'll it, somebody else will tell it. And I really believe that. And so it really yeah. does free us up uh, to walk in that peace that would surpass all understanding with what Christ has for us. Um, I love, not only are you this incredible woman, you, you, you're you an executive director of your own company, you're creating content, you're, you're doing all of these things, but you're also a wife and a mom and a grandmother. Mm-hmm. And so I would yeah. love for you just to tell us a little bit about how you navigate being a wife and a mother and a grandmother and also your career that God has called you to. 
Well, I'm very blessed that I have such a loving and just supportive family. Um, my husband is very, is night and day from, we're just night and day from each other. You know, he would never step into any limelight and he really doesn't get into the creative world at all, but he's my biggest champion, my absolute biggest champion. And I love Kelly for that. And then, um, My son works with me on set some of the times. He has his own career, DPing and and directing and, you know, camera op and all those things. So, But every now and then everything works out and we're able to work together. Um, Mm -hmm. And I love that time on set with him. It's so special. It's so wonderful. Um, He's now 33 years old, so he's got a big career going for himself and he's so going to surpass me and I'm, I'm just excited to watch. And then, and I support him any way I can, you know, and then uh, my daughter uh, who has given me uh, my two grandchildren, which I adore. I mean, Mm. I, look people, that is the best part of life. So, so a job better be worth it to take me away from those grandkids. Cause I love, love, love spending time with them. And we have so much fun. Eli and Emmy and I make movies all the time. You know, Eli's just stepping into his director mode and he's <laughs> writing in his journal and, you know, he's only eight years old and it's just so much fun to see. But, uh, you know, you have to share it with your family, uh, mm. pray that you have a very supportive family and then know when it's time to pull back, you know, and the Lord will give you dry seasons and it's for a reason. You need to be there for somebody, for your family. You know, there's, there's always a reason why you may have several months where you're just at home. And I love that, um, that I can trust that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm also never take for granted what he does uh, with me and through me. And every time I leave a set, I'm like, Lord, if I never get to do this again, I'm just so thankful that you let me do it this time. Like, I love it. I love it so much. Um, And you just got to stay in that heart of of gratitude and grace and, and know that he has every season for you. And sometimes you will be called to step aside. And then other times you're called to it's go time and be all in. And that's kind of where I am right now. (laughs) So a lot going on. Well, and that's that moment of being ready, right? Like we're still doing all the things to be ready for it. I love those answers. I always think about that too with my family. My husband and I are empty nesters, no grandkiddos yet, but hopefully sometime in in the future. Uh, But it definitely becomes a different world. You know, we always used to think we're going to slow down a little bit, but actually what we've done is we've actually increased the speed. (laughs) It's really kind of crazy. I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the really cool projects that you've been working on. Uh, you've had just some really amazing projects. I know with um, one of the recent ones you did, Into the Spotlight, you got to work with some of my favorite people, all of these young stars and and just up and coming young talent behind the camera and in front of it. And so I would love for you to share about a little bit about some of the projects you're working on. And then, you know, talk to us about um, maybe one of the things that you've absolutely loved on set and maybe something that's been a huge challenge for you to overcome. Okay. Well, I'll start with Into the Spotlight because you're right. I worked with the best of the best Mm -hmm. on that. Um, It was so amazing. First, Kaki and Brian Warren and their daughter, Kate, and their son, Charlie, really helmed the whole project. And it was so amazing to work with them. And then Justin Tolley came on board to be our producer. Um, 
so phenomenal. Can't say enough about Justin. And then David Cook came in with him. And and then this amazing cast of kids I did not know. And I shouldn't call them kids because they're adults, but they're just so amazing. You know, uh, I had not been introduced to any of them, had never worked with them before, um, but was so pleased with their auditions and could not wait to be on set with them. Hmm. And then once we got on set, then learned, well, this is like their third or fourth project together. So they've all been doing a lot of projects together. So um, Rafael Ruggiero uh, was in Into the Spotlight with Kate Larson and Justin Sterner and Amber Sterner mm-hmm. and Isabel Amoyan. And um, I mean, it was just such amazing cast. Um, we had Alina Pitts. We had so many wonderful young kids. And I love those coming of age stories. Me like, too. I just think they're so great, so empowering. It's like finding out who you are and being mm-hmm. on that journey with them is really exciting and, and wonderful. And then I think it was my third time working with Lee Allen Baker on that film. And um, every time I just adore her and I love working with her. And Kevin Sizemore came in for us and Victoria. And I mean, it was just a, it was a stellar cast all the way through. Karen Abercrombie, like so many people that I love, Anthony Evans. I mean, I could go on all day about this (laughs) cast, but they were such a joy to work with. And and we just had a phenomenal time and they really did an amazing performance. And Into the Spotlight was a little bit of a a dream check for me because it was my first musical. And Mm -hmm. I've wanted to, I came from musical theater. So Mm -hmm. this is something that I really wanted to get into. I love comedy too. Um, so it was just so much fun to every day on set to find those magic moments, those great beats, those just hilarious, you know, moments that everybody, the audience is just going to take away. And it's being so well received at festivals. I can't wait to get it out there. So I think that one is a fun one. I just wrapped on bringing back Christmas, which has musical elements in it. Mm -hmm. Not so much musical, but straight up comedy. I mean, it does, (laughs) however, it does, however, have the most beautiful love story because it goes back to BC time and you get Mm -hmm. to take this look at Mary and Joseph, but almost like it was Mary and Joseph today. Mm. And so it puts you in their mind frame and, and you just for the first time go, wow, that I just have never really put myself in that place of what that would have been like for them. Mm -hmm. So it's a really awesome, awesome film. I can't wait to share it. And they're already working on the spinoff for the series. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that one's going to be in theaters, by the way, in November. It's the quickest turnaround I've ever done. I think we filmed in July. And yeah, I'm off to LA to finish post next week. So, wow. Yeah. Well, that right there, <laughs> that right there in, in itself is like one of the huge challenges because post is something that, you know, in this day and age, it seems like it's going faster and faster. But goodness, I mean, it used to be a year of sometimes not longer that we were actually in the post scenario. Yeah. So I love it. I love it when it moves quickly. And I, because I, you get to experience it so much more. It's not two years later, you're seeing your movie come out, you know? No, I know. And I love that. It's so good. Tell us, I, I, you've got so many great things going on and you're busy. And, and, you know, I always try to impress upon people like set life is tough. We, we, not only is it, you know, the pre-pro that goes into it. I mean, we're also thinking like our families and we've got the pre-pro and then we're filming and then it's the post-production. And so one of the things I love just to kind of 
chat a little bit about is how you specifically stay connected to the Lord. Like, what does that look like for you and in your daily your daily time? Because I know for me, if I'm not like plugging in moment by moment, it, it might get ugly really fast. Well, and I think the biggest thing is the the busier you are, mm-hmm. the more you better stay connected with him, right? right? Right. So it's like, it's inviting him in to every moment of every day. So particularly when we're on set, because not only are we making a movie, which is an investment we have to protect and, you know, you want to do your best, you want to bring excellence, but you're also there kind of as the mom over this beautiful family that's there. So Mm -hmm. you better have God's love for them at all times. You better be edifying at all times. You want to bring joy to their life. You want to see them become the very best that they can. So it's, I always say it doesn't, when I'm a director, my name may be up here, but I'm down here. I'm at the bottom. I'm, I'm coming with a servant's heart. And I'm going to make sure that everybody on the team, PAs, everyone is equipped to do their very best, Mm -hmm. to bring their very best, to grow in their gifts and talents Mm -hmm. and, and to see them just go way beyond what they thought they could. Mm -hmm. So I love to listen to all the voices. I think God calls us to collaborate. I know there has to be kind of one, you know, head voice for the vision, but we never get there on our own. It's always a collaboration. There were a couple of times, particularly in bringing back Christmas, because we were going back to BC, right? Mm-hmm. And so the writers had meticulously put together everything. And the more I researched, I kept coming up with some questions. And twice the Lord did this where he just brought me like this beautiful thing that I did not know, just literally moments before we filmed and we were able to capture it. And it was things that no one had written about, that no one had talked about, but it made such a visual difference in the film. Mm -hmm. And so you have to stay plugged in. It it is just like writing a script. You want it to be a direct download. Mm -hmm. So open, be open to that and, and really invite that from the Lord, you know, yeah, he, he's called you to this, so let him do the work through you. You're just the vessel. Yeah, absolutely. And I I love that because I think that really is when we can get out of our own way. God's like he's if he's really truly in it, he's got a great vision for it in the first place. And so, uh, you know, I love how he downloads. I remember when I was working on Identity Crisis, and you know we were shooting at um, GCU and, you know, we were thinking through locations and so on and so forth. And and all of a sudden it was like, we need to kind of rethink this whole idea of this, this ending because of locations. And it, it's like, okay, God, what is it that you want to see? How do you, how is the story tell, you know, supposed to come to an end? And I feel like the Lord just gave us the perfect location. He gave us the perfect, you know, the timing, like yeah. everything was great. And I think to myself, I'm so happy that I was plugged in. Cause if I wasn't, I would have probably messed that up pretty bad. <laughs> I was like in my own head, you know, you're exhausted and you're dealing with well, everybody, but, but I love that. I, I think it's such a, just to be reminded when you're busier to stay connected to the Lord. Yeah. And it'll help you give the countenance that you need to, because one of the things we all have to learn 
first as humans and as mm. people in the industry and just mm-hmm. with whatever career, because we all want to make our mark. We all feel like we have to prove ourselves. Like I, I think back to my twenties and thirties, I was like, I was so insecure and I just felt like I had to like claim my territory and not let anybody near it. You know, I, I don't know. There's no nice way to put it. It's like a dog peeing on a spot and saying, this is mine, you know? <laughs> and so we have to like, let that go and yeah. get over that. And when yeah. I see that you ask me like, what is one thing that I don't like on set? That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Cause if I see somebody rising up like that and being like, this is my job, this is my territory. This is my, I just I just want to love on them and help them let it go. Just let it go, man. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, that's tough because, and I get it. I mean, that's one of those really challenging positions that we're in. As we're starting to wrap up, I want to ask you, um, because I think that my, you might have even just answered it for me, but how would you, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who's per- pursuing a career, whether it's directing or producing, um, it, deciding that they want to do the same thing that Lisa Arnold is doing? What would you tell that person to do? How would you advise them? Mm, the first thing I would say is get in there and serve. You're going to know people in the industry. You may not get a paycheck from it. Don't worry about it. The Lord's going to handle it for you. Get in there and serve because those people will one day become your champions and will come around and help you, you know? So it doesn't matter if you're the PA bringing water, uh, if you're, if you're helping the scripty, you know, whatever you're doing, you're going to be learning. You Mm -hmm. just having set time is like the greatest value that you can get. So just go with a humble heart and get in there and serve however you can. Um, Secondly, you know, really walk in different shoes and figure it out. Like Mm -hmm. I've produced, I direct, I write, I've been on camera, I've been behind camera, you know, I've done all these things. So I know what it's like to walk in those shoes and And it's been great because the Lord has really shown me, you know, what it takes for for a producer to pull off something, what it takes for the director to pull off something, what it means for the writer once you get to set and things get shifted. So I'm very sensitive to everything. Like I was doing a rewrite last week, Sherry, and the producer hat won out because I was like, okay, I can do this. and Oh, this is going to be great. And then I was like, that's going to be really hard to film and very expensive. And there's just, you know, there was not enough wins. And so the producer hat went out and I had to think through another, another way to write that scene. Yeah. So I I think it's always great if you can just get a little bit of experience in each arena, because what you're going to, you're going to figure out where your gifts are. Mm -hmm. You're going to figure out where your joy is. Yeah. You know, I can produce all day. I don't want to, but I can, but I don't want to. You I know, understand. I, I do I do love equipping my friends that direct. Like I love setting them up for success. Yeah. But it, I am not gonna have the same joy that I would have if I were directing. And again, you know, you have to go back to your time is your greatest commodity. Yeah. So where are you gonna spend your time? But I do think it's super important to get a little bit of experience across the board. Just mm-hmm. so you can understand, you know, Walt Disney uh, did that. He would he would dress in character. Mm-hmm. He would go and work in the um, in the gift shops. He mm-hmm. would go with the cleaning crew sometimes, just so he could understand what they have to go through every yeah. day. Yeah. And it, it really gives you the empathy 
to understand and then to help you turn around so you can equip and edify and encourage. I love it. That's great advice. And I think Walt Disney did it so well. He did. I loved, I love, yeah. that's such a great example. I, I think all the advice that you gave, Lisa, is really important for people to latch onto and really get out there and exercise those skills and be on set, learn some, you know, humbly serve uh, with a joyous heart and learn and see where you are best equipped and fit. And those are such great examples and, and just ideas of where these people can stay start a, a career, producing, directing, writing, talent, uh, and then just across the board and anything that they're doing. I mean, go into anything that God calls you to with a humble heart and you will yeah. see, see him do mighty things. I think that's really just an overall message for all of us. So I love you. And I know God puts you exactly in the place that he did because he's called, he's called you to be a bright light and to love on people and to be it just everything you just shared with us. So um, I, no doubt as to why he's called you to be a leader in, in the places that he's called you to. So we love you. And I just thank you for joining us today, Lisa. And I thank you for everything that God is doing in your life. And I can't wait wait to see what he's doing next and supporting your projects. And um, everybody that's listening, we are going to have all the information for uh, Lisa's movies and how to connect with her and to stay connected and follow her uh, in this episode. So make sure that you stay connected. And I just want to say thank you again, Lisa, for joining me today and all of the women in my world. Oh, you're so sweet for having me. It's so much fun. And I can't wait for us to work together. Me too. I cannot wait. We are going to do that soon. I have a feeling. All right. We will see you again soon. And thank you again for being one of the women in my world. And everyone, I just want to say thank you again to Edify. Make sure that you check us out on Edify. You share it with a friend. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple. Uh, spread the news. This, these are the women in my world, but I know that they will influence your world as well to continue to activate, create, and propel you into whatever God is calling to you next. Thanks again. Thanks again.